The Joe Mays and J-Rap Show is brought to you in part by Mays Sandwich Shop, serving delicious hometown favorites to the West Lawn community since 1947. listening to the Joe Mays and J-Rap Show, bringing you the latest news and commentary on baseball. The 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out! The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball! Hockey. Football. The Big Ten Championship lies on a measurement. Did he get it? No! He didn't get it! Penn State holds! They brought back the fun, they brought back the excitement, and now they brought back a Big Ten Championship. The Penn State Nittany Lions are Big Ten Champions. And the NFL. He's in! Patriots win the Super Bowl! Brady has his fifth! What a comeback! Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Rappoff. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the 242nd episode of the Joe Mays and j Rap Show. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting next to me, my co-host, Justin Rappoff. Yeah, it's uh, good to be here. It's uh, kind of crazy to think about when we started these NFL predictions. Uh, you know, kind of wrap things up tonight. Um, and you know, I think I think we are ready for the NFL to start. Oh, absolutely! Football in general, kind of has, in, including the NFL. Yes, and also I think NFL teams are ready, considering guys are dropping like flies yeah, in this it's week three preseason. So been rough if you had an early fantasy yeah. draft like we did. Yeah. For the uh, record, I think you are going to see even fewer stars play in week four oh, than yeah. you normally do like you, you'll probably get guys who don't even get the like the three or four snaps <laughs> and then are out because teams are like nope not nope, doing not it happening yeah so i guess I, probably the biggest one has to be edelman yeah that's got to be the biggest one they arguably the best receiver on that team probably overall especially in the stat book I, i'm like, not counting gronk well, okay, but, yeah. But even if you do, you could argue, you could make an argument. Right, who's but, more important? I guess right, we'll find out. Right. Because we've seen them play without Gronk. It's gone okay. Right. Now, we also have seen Spencer Ware, the Chiefs running back, go down. Mm-hmm. Not with an ACL, with the PCL, which usually is something that they feel you can recover right. from. But they just said that they expect him to miss the whole season. Mm-hmm. And just today, Cameron Meredith, the Bears breakout wide receiver last year, is feared to have suffered a torn ACL as well. Yeah. Um, the Bears also, their long snapper, I think they yep, believe also, tore his ACL. Yep. And there might have been another one for the Bears, and there's a couple other. It's all well, over we the saw place Bryce right Petty could yep. be maybe starting yeah. quarterback for the Jets. He has a significant uh, knee injury. I don't think it's ACL. I think they were saying MCL. But right. again, ACL, PCL, um, MCL, LCL, all in your knee, all our uh, ligaments in your knee. And generally, the A is the worst. M is yeah. common, as is, and usually the P and the L get injured if you injured one of the other two. So ACL is what prevents, like if this is your leg, it prevents 
the top. It, uh, it keeps the f- bottom part, your shin, your tibia, and your femur in line, essentially, so that the bottom part isn't shifting forward or back. Which pretty much, if I, you think I about, guess you need that. If you think about the bottom part of your leg moving independently from the top part of your leg, his uncontrollably, legs about as if independent <laughs> from his body. Exactly. That's a that's a friend's reference. Right. I was trying to toss that one up to you, um, but yeah, so. It's pretty interesting, um, you know, to think of all all of those things. And that was just in the last couple of days. The Cowboys' middle linebacker, you know, has some trouble. Like it's it's widespread right now. I think teams are ready to just get to the season, try and cut their losses, and, and move on. Well, if we're speaking of injuries, it's a good thing we're doing the AFC East because one team has suffered a lot of injuries. And I'm not talking about Bryce Petty and the Jets. I'm talking about my Dolphins. Yes. And they're believed now up to five or six starters have been knocked out for the season with injury. Adam Gase has got to be thinking like, you can't be serious. Like, so like, this is what you're giving me here. Everyone knows about Tannehill. Wait, well, okay. <laughs> so Tannehill obviously gone. They lost Jay Cutler to the rescue. Two offensive linemen expected to start. Yeah. In um, Ted Larson and Craig Urbic, they just actually injury settlement released Urbic. So that's not good. He started, I think, at least 15, if not all the games last year, a majority of them for Pouncey, who missed. So Pouncey is actually back, surprise. A little bit of surprise because both of them. For now. (laughs) His brother in Pittsburgh and Mike in Miami generally miss more games than they play. So right there, two offensive linemen, starters, and the quarterback. Then on defense, they lost starting quarterback Tony Lippett and starting rookie middle linebacker Raquan McMillan. Now he's from Ohio State. But once she becomes a dolphin and leaves that in the past, I'm all on board. And right. I was very excited for him to be in Miami because yeah. he's one heck of a player. And he tore his ACL in the first game. So right there, was that five that I mentioned? I think it was five, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, it's still Jay, an, Jay still was still had a concussion. Another week, so, so yeah, give more, time. Another give five time. could <laughs> fall. Another five could fall. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, so this is our last NFL preview show, which Justin kind of already mentioned. We're going to do the entire AFC East, which probably won't take all that long because there's not a lot to say, I think, uh, that's different than what's out there or what has happened basically for the last 15 years. Oh, <laughs> yeah, God, it makes me want to like throw an, up. It's like a punch with an extra push to the stomach when you say it. 15 years. Yeah. It's like a punch to the face, a punch to the stomach, and then the kick to the groin. Yeah. It's like someone hit my crotch <laughs> in the... Someone hit my soul's crotch. <laughs> Whatever way you want to slice it, it's not good. So we're also going to obviously do playoffs and Super Bowl predictions here um, at the end of the show. So who do we think is going to make and win Super Bowl LII, which I believe is 52, Yes, if I can do Roman numerals. Super Bowl Lee, <laughs> two eyes. So we'll, we'll, let's start at the bottom. And could this be home, could the AFC East in 2017 be home to the worst team in professional football i'm gonna have to say yes yeah absolutely i think one of the teams is trying to be and that is the new england patriots (laughs) yeah as much as we would love that to happen you know oh gosh can't we go back to when they were terrible no yeah that was a lot of fun actually it was like 30 years ago but could we go (laughs) could we go back there i distinctly kind of remember from when i was a really little kid (laughs) they weren't very good um oh god oh, guess gosh. who's watching live <laughs> already chiming in so you know 
I I feel like okay. So well, when we were growing up, yeah. when we were growing up, the Patriots were pretty bad. Yeah. So we, we so I, was my I team. can remember. Well, that's true. Mine wasn't. Right. I vividly remember. I think the first first NFL season I remember. I think was 1993. I know that's the first uh, baseball season I remember because the Phillies. I remember all about the '93 Phillies, and I think the '93 football season is the first one I remember. And uh, the Dolphins were good. The year before that, they lost in the AFC Championship game. They, um, I don't remember if they made the AFC Championship game the next year when the the Bills ended up winning. Um, the the Dolphins they won the division the next year in '94. They were very good um, for the majority of the '90s when I was uh, growing up. And then, um, then the Patriots came along, and uh, they had something going in the mid to late '90s. They fell off a little bit then, and then all of a sudden, 2001 hit, and uh, it's been a it's been a, a tough ride for me. It's been yeah. a tough ride for me as a Dolphins fan. I mean, it could be worse. I could be a Jets or Bills fan. Yeah, but, that's true. You know. The the Jets, Dolphins. The Jets had those two years where the like with Rex Ryan, where you're like, oh man, like are they good enough? Nope. <laughs> right. I but. think um, Miami has won in the last uh, seventeen, not including this year, obviously the 2000 through the 2016 season. The Dolphins have won two division titles, which doesn't sound great. Then the next closest team won one, the Jets. Notice I didn't mention the Bills because they haven't won the AFC East since 1995. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, that was a five-team division because the Colts were still members. The okay. Colts have more recently won the AFC East <laughs> than the Bills have. The Colts won it in 1999. The NFL realigned in 2002. But, yeah, it's been a long time for the Bills. That's I, funny. I, well, we talked about that with another team, didn't we, recently? In one of the divisions? I might have done it on a show without you. I think you. you did it on a show. Uh, I'm trying to remember which, which one it was. I know it's not the NFC South because we know every team in there has won the division. Right. You know, they went in this cycle worse the first a lot. Um, I don't think it was anyone down there. But there was another division that a team not in the division has won it more recently. Maybe it was in, I wanted to say maybe NFC North because I picked the Lions to win and they hadn't won the division in a while, that, right? That was could that, be. Am I th- I could be completely off on that. But anyway, back to the AFC East. So we think it'll be home to the worst team in pro football this year. Thankfully, not my Dolphins, which we saw them be the worst team um, back in 2007. I don't think it'll be the Bills either. While I don't think the Bills are anything special. It's it's a far cry from nothing special (laughs) to the worst team in football. And this is... By a lot. the, the, The New York Jets have kind of become... The laughingstock of the NFL, uh, ESPN ran a story about how things have changed over the last, like, I don't know, about three to five years. How the Jets, because like you mentioned, the Jets were a team with uh, Rex Ryan for a couple of years that looked possible to go toe to toe with the Patriots. Right. They weren't they didn't seem afraid, or they had the they had the team to do it. They were built around a, a defense as Rex Ryan would do. They had enough offense. They played some good games at times, but they had that, you know. Great season, a little worse the next year, and then they just fell off. Like they just right. couldn't, they just couldn't hang. And it, it kind of went hand in hand with uh, um, the pick cornerback who has just gone into oblivion now. Does anyone really care about Darrell Revis anymore? I don't know. I think that ship has sailed. Yeah, I think so. And you know they couldn't do it. The, the Dolphins got lucky in two thousand and eight. Of course, that was the year that Tom Brady tore his ACL. 
and the uh, the Dolphins. Then the won- Patriots missed the playoffs the, at the eleven Patriots and five. The Patriots did that miss year. the playoffs at eleven and five that year. The <laughs> Dolphins won the division at eleven and five, and no one has done it since then. The Patriots have won the division every year since two thousand and nine. Uh, and what 2009 wasn't exactly a very strong year for the Patriots, only winning 10 games. But since then, they've won at least 12 games every year since 2010, uh, 14 games twice and a year with 13 games. So you can pretty much pencil them in for a minimum of 12 wins. Uh, and once we get to them at the end, I'm sure that's where we'll both be going. Yeah. So, But let's get back to the bottom, and that's the Jets. We, we mentioned that Bryce Petty, who may be in line, no one knows what they're going to do at quarterback. They signed Josh McCown. They've been trying to give it to Christian Hackenberg. And, and he keeps giving it away. Yeah, unfortunately, he's not living up to uh, the hype that he had. You know, just five years ago, it was talked that he could be, you know, the future the future Mr. NFL. And uh, he, he struggled towards the end of his Penn State career. And now he's struggled and struggling again in his second season with the Jets. So was Petty going to get a chance? Well, now he'll be out for an extended time with a knee injury. So it looks like it's going to be McCown. And he's a fine quarterback, you know. It is what it is. But they don't have any other big, important players on offense. You know, mm-hmm. you, you have the end of... Um, oh, gosh, now I can't... Uh, Forte, Matt Forte. Yep. And then Vilo Powell, which, you know, fine. But that's, that's not going to probably win you too many games. No. The offensive line's a mess. They have no one at wide receiver. Their biggest wide receiver, Quincy Anunua, who kind of burst onto the scene and had inconsistent but strong fantasy performances last year, he's out for the year. Right. Maybe his career because it's a, a spinal injury. Right. Yeah, it's it's looking really bad for the Jets. Um, yeah, I I don't really know. There, there's all kinds of things. I don't know. It's it's really hard. Like you know the word. And this doesn't come around a whole lot in terms of an entire season. The talk comes around usually halfway through the season. If there's a couple teams that are in line, maybe to get that number one overall pick, you, you know, you get start to get some serious tank talk. But usually not this early. You know what I mean? Like rarely is that a thing so much. And that's what people are throwing around with the Jets right now. And I look at it like I defend the tanking in the NBA. I know. People hate it, you know, but it's the way the system is set up, you know, that's how you can get better. And in the NBA, you can get better quickly doing that, you know, if if, if things play out. Although, if you ask fans in Philadelphia, we're wondering right. what's going on. Right. But now, hey, TTP, yeah. baby, TTP. That's right. But if, but if you look at it, we always talk, the worst thing you can be is mediocre. That being said, this Jets team, all right, so... They get the number one overall pick. They draft the quarterback. That That's quarterback is still going to be on yeah. a terrible team. Right. right. They they needed the start if football, building. it's hard. Football, it's hard to add one player and that be all the difference. Now, you can lose a player and have it be all the difference, you know, especially if that guy's a quarterback. But, like, we, how many really good quarterbacks have we seen or guys that are supposed to be really good have all the tools for the NFL? Not even, like, there's no question of translating to the NFL – but they end up on a terrible team, and you never hear from them again. And that's the per- – to well, me, that seems like the perfect storm here. And Sam Darnell has got to be really hoping the Jets don't Hey, get he can just one. go back to school. You're right. <laughs> you know, and, like- and he might because you've seen his added – like the articles on him are pretty interesting, how he's like 
He, yeah, he's he not. He didn't play football to like high school. Like he didn't like you know he yeah you hear this term all the time, but he's like a well-rounded like. But then you get that thrown around like, well, does football matter enough to him? You know that that whole talk, which I get, but I you know if I were him and the Jets have the number one overall pick. I'm going back to school. <laughs> what you want, you don't want a team that's tanking or getting rid of talent or in money problems, and you, you don't want to go there to number one. We saw that with Eli when the Chargers took him and he immediately right. was sent to the Giants. He didn't want to play in San Diego. Who, since then, has historically been bad with their draft picks as well. Right. Like, they, they, lots of people don't want to go to San Diego, well, or LA, the Chargers. Like, to play for that organization. It's not the team, per se. It's not the people there. It's not where the location, because everybody loves to go to Southern California. But they don't want to deal with the GM and ownership. The there. players, and it's not just quarterbacks, the, the top talent players, the top five, top ten picks, what they want is they want a team that was strong the year before to have a significant injury or just a string of bad luck and go from 12 and 4 to 4 and 12 like Allah, the Cowboys did or the Colts or, like with Andrew right, Luck the Colts like that go, kind when of when Manning deal. left right yep. so the Colts were a decent team Manning leaves they become a terrible team they right. get luck and all back there to average to above average right. they they well, they were stronger a few years ago right. it's kind of dropped off but I'm, I was thinking about the Cowboys yeah, that, a few years ago in well, 2014 and they saw a bounce back last year right 2014 they went 12 and 4 and won the division yeah 2015 they suffered through injuries. They had some bad luck. They dropped to four and twelve. They get Zeke. They find Dak in the third, and all of a sudden they go thirteen and three last year, and were one of the best teams in the NFL. They fell to the Packers in overtime in the division playoffs. And uh, well, who knows if they beat the Packers? Do they go to the, the Super Bowl over the no. Falcons? No. It would have been in Dallas, not in Atlanta. It does bother me. <laughs> you know, but that's just a what if. But that's what your top players want. They want right. that good team that hits some bad luck to be yeah. drafting or trade up for them. They right. don't want the terrible team like your own 16 Who Lions, would? your 1 in 15 Dolphins, Who would? or the Browns for the last 20 years, basically. <laughs> and uh, now we kind of see that that's where the Jets are at. So, but look at the Jets last year. So they won five games last year. Look at the five games they won. They beat the Bills by six. They beat the Ravens by eight. They beat the Browns by three. They beat the 49ers in overtime by six. And then the last week of the season, they crushed the Bills. But When the Bills so, needed the win to make the playoffs, by yeah, the way. <laughs> well, that's a terrible one for sure. But So they beat the Bills twice, oh, the Ravens, I can't believe that. the Browns, and the 49ers. So I guess Ravens is probably their marquee win there. They were probably the best of those five, although they yeah. beat the Bills twice. I, I, I mean, but... I, that's got to eat away at the Bills, man. Oh, that's yeah. the difference between the playoffs the and not. Oh, absolutely. Right there. And the Bills haven't been back to the playoffs since 1999, no. I think it yeah. is. And won the division since 95. So, you know, that's obviously why the Bills are in a different direction now. Right. Uh, former Eagles uh, uh, assistant McDermott is up there now. He had gone down to the, the Panthers for a while. Went to the Super Bowl a couple years ago. But, yeah, so the Jets were well below average last year and none of those games did they have a dominating win until the last week of the season yeah. they could have easily lost any of those other games yeah they could have been two and 15 last year right and you look at it week one they should have beat the Bengals, but found a way to lose that true. game true there's a flip side to it but right like, but so i'm saying like 
that I think speaks to the Bengals a little bit last year too. <laughs> they also <laughs> like, had their close losses to the Dolphins, the Rams, and the Patriots in a three week. I remember that Rams, that Rams Jets game six nine was awful. Yeah, people were making fun of it for yeah. sure. So and then they actually they had the Eagles curse last year. They won October thirtieth, didn't win again till December eleventh. Mm. I mean, it was worse for the Eagles because you actually spanned three months. Yeah. You know, in name at least, even right. if it was the end of the month. Uh, we actually went from what October, November until the end of December. It was like yeah. three count, three ninety consecutive days where the Eagles didn't win a game. Yeah, a little rough. Yeah, it was a little, a little rough. rough. So, yeah, the Jets, man. I just, oh, man, it, it's the Jets, just, boo. I mean, that's fine with me because I don't like the Jets. Right, and I and listen, I, I don't know what they're trying to do. I mean, I they find went it, through massive coaching. St- I, staff I changes. find it hard to believe. Well, I won't. Never mind. Whatever. We won't get into it. But, yeah. Um, you know, Chan Gailey retired, so they got a new this offense is, this coordinator. This is one of those things that becomes a toxic environment real quick because mm-hmm. the veterans aren't going to want to stick around. Right. Right? Especially guys that want to chase a ring. And Yeah, basically the veterans that are fringe for other teams or maybe get cut, that's the only reason they're going to end up in the Jets. Yeah. Basically, if you need a job, that's where you're going to end up going. So, a new offensive coordinator, John Morton, uh, we talked about this every week, Uh, the former players. uh, Now, Kevin Green's been out for a while, but he's now with the Jets. Uh, Leroy Glover is the bigger one there that I noticed, assistant defensive line uh, coach. And uh, so, here are the guys that left the Jets. Uh, Nick Folk and their starting tackle, Giacomini. Uh, Nick Mangold was released. Brandon Marshall was released. Uh, Daryl Rivas and Kerry Robinson were, were released. Uh, so there's just like kind of a purge there happening from in February and early March. Uh, then they let go of Gilchrist, uh, a safety Marcus Gilchrist, which uh, was one of their ballyhooed signatures a few years mm-hmm. ago when they were supposed to compete with the Patriots. That didn't work out. And then they traded Calvin Pryor, a first round pick, to the Browns for a linebacker uh, in on June 1st. Yeah. So what did they add? Uh, I, you know, Bruce Carter, athletic freak from North Carolina, been in the league for a while, he spent time with the Cowboys. He was added. Uh, Villanova product Benny Jelana, offensive line. Then, yeah, so we're done. I, that's, about, that's about it of any substance. Now, they did get Jamal Adams out of LSU in the first round, six overall. He was uh, he he's very much hyped up. We'll see if that can ha- anything happens there in the third round. They got our Darius Stewart, the wide receiver from That's, Alabama. That was an interesting pick, I thought. You know, and Leggett from Clemson. I know that was in the fifth round, but you know he produced. You know he could be solid there, but yeah, it, it could get ugly quick. Yeah. Now listen to their wide receivers. We said none was our, was injured and out for the year. Raise uh, your hand when there's someone here you've heard of in relation to their NFL career. Right, not not college. Hmm. Robbie Anderson, Frankie Hammond, rookie Chad Hansen, Chris Harper, rookie Gabe Marks, Jalen Marshall, Sharon Peak. We just mentioned rookie Ardarius Stewart, Kenbrell Tompkins. I think I've heard of him. Yeah, before, he was yeah. yeah with the Patriots. Miles White, and the only reason you know of Lucky Whitehead is because of the fiasco with Dallas, right. and rookie Daniel Williams. That's their wide receiving <laughs> core. Now, former Ohio State speedster Devin Smith, also there, also on IR with Quincy Nunwa. Now, you mentioned, you were, Justin mentioned Jordan Leggett at tight end, the rookie. They also have Austin Safarian Jenkins. Right, so they've got there. a couple guys so there. So he's, he's a big target if he can keep his head on straight. 
probably the biggest offensive lineman they have left in name is Kelvin Beecham. Because uh, Brian Winters, but I mean, he's obviously on the downside of his career. And also James Carpenter. Both uh, uh, Carpenter was a former first-round pick of the Seahawks, and he never uh, he never became anything. Their best player is probably uh, Muhammad Wilkerson and Leonard Williams uh, along the defensive line. Yeah, they have a good defensive line. For sure. Like, the problem is they may be able to stop some people. Sometimes they're not going to be able to do it for full games. Almost right. no NFL team can, unless you're an, a, like a great defense, right? Because because look, what did we talk about before? We said twenty points, right? If you hold a team to twenty points or less, you should win, right? What number do you put that at for the Jets? Twenty-seven. No, no, no. I'm saying like oh, oh, you mean yeah? Oh, okay, I understand. Right, what you're yeah. I, so I was going the flip of that. I, I see, I see. Uh, man, the Jets' defense will have to hold teams, I think, to 10. Yeah, 10 because to I think they get a touchdown, two field goals a game. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. So, like, basically, if you score 13 points against the Jets, I you should you're gonna win. win. Yeah, you should win. Yeah, how bad is that? So, like, their defensive line, McClendon, Wilkerson, Williams, and our boy Devin still there as a reserve. Linebackers, Bruce Carter, Demario Davis, Darren Lee, um... Lemonier, Maldine, uh, Pacinger, he's been all over the place, including the Giants and the, the Dolphins, and Sheldon Richardson. So they got a good stable of linebackers, too. Defensively, they just brought in Jamal Adams. They signed Morris Claiborne. Um, Buster Scrine is the only holdover from that yeah. spending spree a few years ago. And, uh, you know, Ch- Chandler Catanzaro is trying to rejuvenate his career after falling off for the Cardinals. He's kicking now with the Jets. But so they have a. Decent defense, probably above average, maybe a, a top twelve. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say defense. Eight, let's say we slot their defense at twelve to ten. Yeah, ten to twelve. Top the 10 problem to 12. is their offense is probably well, the thing is they could maybe be a, an eight to ten, but because of what the offense is gonna do, it's gonna drop yeah. them down field yeah. position and whatnot. They're gonna be historically bad on offense. Yeah, I think they're gonna be quite quite bad on offense for sure. So yeah, that's the Jets. Um, I don't even know if we need to look much at their schedule, but. No. Because uh, it won't matter, right? They um they finish with the Patriots on uh, Christmas Eve. They open with the Bills on September tenth. They're buys until week eleven. So Jets, what do you think? Can they win? I put All them right. at two oh, or three wins. I was gonna say over or under three three. I'm gonna take the under. Yeah, no push. I'll take the under. I'll say two and fourteen. Yeah, and honestly, looking at their schedule real quick, maybe the win against Jacksonville. And Cleveland. then the Browns, the back-to-backs, they may win week four and five and not win again. They do they, play. Well, but it's at New Orleans. Right. They host the Chargers right. on, on Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. An early start right now. I mean, even if the be, Patriots but, would have it locked up and not play anyone, their backups are still better than the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So my third place in the AFCs is going to be the Bills. Me Despite too. the Dolphins' injuries, I, I still think Buffalo is uh, – the second worst team or third best team in the AFCs. They were seven and nine last year, but we did mention if they just beat the Jets, they go nine and seven and potentially are in the running for a wild card spot. But they can't do that. Uh, so we obviously saw Rex Ryan era come to an end. Those uh, Jets losses were big for sure, uh, but losing in overtime to the Dolphins on Christmas Eve last year that also was a 
a, a big blow, which kind of took the air out of their sails. Yeah, you're right. To you're end right. the that season. Was, yeah. But, you know, they're sitting at six and five as December rolls around, and they're thinking, hey, if we win three out of these five, we right. might make it. And what did they do? They yeah. went one and four. Right, with only that only win being, being the, Browns. the Browns. Now, the loss at Oakland, that's not a bad loss. You know, the loss to the Steelers, not a terrible loss. But then you're still thinking, so you're sitting at six and seven, and Eat you the have Browns. the Browns, Dolphins, and Jets left. And they go one and two and finish seven and nine. Right. So they were in the games. You know, they lost the Seals by a touchdown. Lost the Dolphins in overtime by a field goal. They lost to the Seahawks by six. They lost to the Dolphins earlier in the year by three. But, you know, losing to uh, the Ravens, Jets, and then the Jets at the end of the year, those three, really the first two games and the last two games just kind of were killer. Right. Especially, could you imagine if they had started six and oh? They should (laughs) have. Like... They lose at Baltimore by six. They lose at home to the Jets by six. Then at the end of the year, they lose at home to the Dolphins in overtime, and then they get housed by the Jets in New York. Uh, but so the the honestly, the Bills should have been better than seven and nine last yeah. year. So I so asked you. what happened? Why do I think that they're going to be next? Well, new coaching staff, which sometimes is a benefit, but. They just they've been making making some interesting moves for a decade. <laughs> That's true. Um and I just I don't know I don't I agree. know. I, I, I agree with you. Maybe though. it's I just been... maybe I'm just being a homer. I don't know. Um so they, they brought traded in... Sammy Watkins, who I know is right. hit or miss, but they get Jordan Matthews, who is also hit or miss. Um they brought and, in... and he gets hurt immediately. They they brought in a new kicker in Hauschka from the Seahawks. They brought in Micah Hyde from the Packers, Mike Tolbert from the Panthers. Right, but this is what they've been doing forever. Like, when was the last... Okay, scratch Sammy Watkins. The Bills, their best players are never from their draft picks. Right. Right, like, they're they're always trying to make a splash in free agency. But, I mean, listen, so those are the big names that they brought in. Maybe I skipped over a couple. Sharice Rice from the Ravens, and I'll mention Gerald Hodges for his Penn State acumen. He was starting for the 49ers recently. But they lost Gilmore... And Gillisley, both to the Patriots. Yeah. Robert so Woods you know goes, they're going to be good now, too. <laughs> Robert Woods goes to the Rams. Goodwin goes to the 49ers. Uh, Justin Hunter, who was their reclamation project, now ends up in Pittsburgh. And their first-round bus quarterback, E.J. Manuel, is now in line to get a division title or maybe a conference title, although I think that's a long shot, with the Raiders. Yeah, one of the crazy ones are, like, when you look at E.J. Manuel, I just can't – I always go back to the story of Jimbo Fisher saying, like, a head coach – Going on the record with team saying, don't take him. He's yeah. not ready. Right. And they took him. Because people will say that after the fact. Uh, oh, what, uh, Pete out in Seattle. Pete. I can't Carroll. Remember. Yeah, Pete Carroll said it with Mark Sanchez after the fact. You know, like, but he, they'll usually say it to the quarterback. They usually don't say that to the teams. You know, they right. talk him up to the teams, but. No, he said it to the teams. The Bills took him anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, in the draft, Tredavious White was their number one overall pick. They dropped way back for the Chiefs to get Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, okay, okay. great. They, they made another guy expendable, <laughs> which uh, they ended up trading to the Eagles to get Jordan Matthews mm-hmm. and Ronald Darby. I just... And you already mentioned they traded Sammy Watkins away. I just I don't 
There's uh, rumors that they would they would trade McCoy if they got a good offer. Yeah, yeah. Because I saw it floating around in Philly this week. Should Philly try and trade for McCoy? I feel like Philly's too strapped right now yeah. to actually be able to do that. They haven't like really had much of a much of a confidence in Tyrod Taylor, but he's back to start again. They drafted Nathan Peterman late. They have TJ Yates who started a playoff game for the Texans. You know, but they have Shady McCoy and now they brought in Tolbert. Um Speedster Taiwan Jones uh is there as well. So they've got bodies there. If as long as they can block for them, you know they have a, a relatively solid offensive line with um, Incognito, Glenn, uh, Henderson, Wood, who I believe they might have just extended. They also brought in Vladimir Dukas. So you you basically kind of lay it out. Like looking at it, honestly, you could make an argument that they're the second best team. Like oh you, yeah, you could. absolutely. I definitely. But the think thing you is, could. all right, we've seen for two straight decades now that they haven't been. Even when they've had the talent, and they haven't that whole time, not all can, during that whole time, mm-hmm. but at points they've had the talent to do better, and they just haven't. So I think, at least for me, I kind of get to a point where I'm like, all right, well, I'll kind of believe it when I see it with the Bills. Like, Tyrod Taylor, I, I kind of think he's good, but I don't think the Bills do, and they kind of waver on it, and they kind of go yeah. back and forth. It's a perfect example. We, you know, we'd say you don't want to be in the middle. Well, that's where the Bills have been for a while. A long time. They decades. haven't had the number one pick in any of those decades. No, nope. but they have been. They haven't made the playoffs in those in that time span either. I'm not sure if they've had it. Just like an NFL five pick, like an NFL purgatory. You know, yeah. like they're like they like pick between like five and fifteen. Right. Yeah. So wide receiver, they're starting four. My guess would be free agent addition Andre Holmes, Jordan Matthews, who they brought in via trade, Rod Streeter, also recently brought in as a free agent, and Brandon Tate. Uh, ditto. Uh, Brandon Tate also could just be a return specialist, and they might get something out of uh, their second rounder or maybe third rounder, Zay Jones. So, yeah, they signed Dolphins cast off Charles Clay a couple years ago. I don't know if that really has made a lot of noise for them. I mentioned the offensive line is fine. So, I say the offense is average to above average. Yeah. Like, they're obviously better than the Jets. I take that offense over the Jets every day of the week. Yeah. Like, two or three times. Taylor McCoy, more than, maybe more than that in terms of wins. Taylor McCoy, Matthews, Clay with that offensive line, I'm I'm okay with that. They they are probably a uh, I pro- probably sort them ten to twelve. Yeah, maybe twelve to twelve thirteen. But I yeah. think they could be a top ten offense, maybe yeah. right there at ten. But that's still top ten. But defensively, are they going to be able to do? Well, what the heck is Marcel Darius's problem? Like he's his has issues that they need to work out. Uh, he was just, I believe, kicked off, like basically sent home. Yeah. So is he going to be even available at the start of the season? Uh, Jerry Hughes had one big year, not much since. Shaq Lawson, I think, is another uh, another disappointment so far. And um, Kyle Williams, a mainstay at tackle. They brought in Gerald Worthy. But, you know, average, would you say? Average? Yeah. You know, if, if Darius plays the way he should be able to play, above average. Yeah, good luck getting that to work out, Right, though. but... Their biggest linebacker last year was Zach Brown. He's in Washington now. Uh, Reggie Ragland looked like a great player at Torrey's ACL and missed the whole year last year. They brought in Gerald Hodges. He could start at one of the outside linebacker spots. And as much as I love Hodges, you know, he's probably more of a special teams player and a backup. Right. So they lost probably their best linebacker to free agency. Uh, yeah. def- defensive backs, when we know, we mentioned Stephon Gilmore's gone, but Micah Hyde came over. He's a nice safety. But other than that, what else stands out to you? I mean, yeah. they, they had to draft the guy in the first round to fill in that secondary. Right. They traded Ronald Darby to the Eagles. Yeah. I, 
So I, I think defensively they're gonna they're gonna take a step back. I agree. If you combine the Bills offense with the Jets defense, I think you have something. Yeah. I think I you agree. have an maybe a eight, nine, ten win team. With this, you know, okay, we said so the Jets are two and fourteen. If you throw in some of the Dolphins players too, do they have a team that's <laughs> no, good enough to beat no. the Patriots? The three the teams division? they have seen in the East do not have the talent to beat the Patriots. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I can't disagree with you. I'm just like, that's absurd that we have to even say that, right? Like, that's absurd. But again, and I think if you looked at it on paper, you'd be like, yeah, this team could beat the Patriots, but would You're you, not would you bet wager on it. money on it? Right. No. Absolutely I never not. bet against the Patriots. Like, I may think they might lose a game. I might always hope they lose a game. Actually, that's not true. Because when they're playing the Cowboys or the Redskins hey, or the I, Giants, I'm I rooted for them. them a few years ago. Not in the so. Super Bowl. Not in the Super Bowl. I'm not uh, doing that. But I like during the regular the season, Seahawks, I know you so. do, and you made a deal with I the didn't devil. Root for them last you made a deal year. with the devil, and look where it got us. Look I, where it got us. I've apparently made that deal like 15 years ago. Yeah. So, so why'd you do this? I don't even know. Why'd you do this to I us? I don't know. Why did I? Do I blame it? you. So I'd say Bills seven and nine again. Seven and nine, maybe eight and eight. Same. I don't think they're. They went seven nine last year. They probably could easily have been a nine or ten one team. I think they got a little worse, so I'll put them at seven and nine again because I think they underachieved last year. Yeah. So they live up to their potential. I think they're a seven eight one team this year. So we'll get to my Dolphins. They were ten and six last year. I don't have them matching that win total. No, I don't either. One because of the injuries, that's yep. a huge blow. Two, they have a much tougher schedule. While I think before the injuries, they were a better team on paper. I'm not even sure I would have said they would get to ten wins without the injuries. Right. So I think they are an eight and eight, nine and seven team, just slightly better than the Bills. Exactly where I'm putting them. Um, while I wish they could win ten or eleven games, I just don't see it. Uh, they 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 struggled last year at the beginning. They should have been better than they were. You know, they were sitting at one and four after the the loss to the Titans on October 9th. And the Seahawks, that loss at the Seahawks, oh, that was brutal. Yeah. And then they made a valiant effort that came up short against the Patriots in Week mm-hmm. Two. They squeaked by the Browns in overtime. Then they looked awful against the Bengals and the Titans. And then out of nowhere, so opposite of the Eagles, the Dolphins lost October 9th. Then they didn't lose again till December fourth. Yeah. They went two months between losses, which was great. It got them to seven and four. They won six in a row. Then they looked terrible against the Ravens. That was awful. But then they won three in a row, which they needed to do to get them in that spot. One of them, well, two of them were close victories against the Cardinals on the 11th and the Bills in overtime on Christmas Eve. And then they looked terrible against the Patriots on uh, New Year's Day. And then uh, I got housed by the Steelers. Uh, they were down half, I believe, five of the 11 defensive starters missed that game. And we know what happened to backup quarterback Matt Moore in that game as well. Now, he did come back, but... Uh, so I was actually happy with what happened with the Dolphins last year to win that many games, go on a 6-0 run in the middle of the season, and actually win uh, 9 out of 10 from October 16th through Christmas Eve. But I didn't have any expectations for them to win in the playoffs or make the Super Bowl. So last year was a success, first year of Adam Gase. This year everyone was excited, hopefully, to replicate that, push the Patriots, try to grab a wild card spot. The injuries in the schedule, I think, may prohibit that. So you don't think Jay Cutler is the... I don't actually have that much of an issue with Jay Cutler. I don't either, but like, I don't think he... I think it's kind of like a, a neutral move, which honestly is good. If you can go from one quarterback to another right. kind of neutral move, I think that's Gase good. likes him. Gase familiar with him. Right. Cutler knows the system. Yeah. Right. So the Dolphins brought in Julius like, Thomas. Yeah, I think that's interesting. I think that has the potential to be really good, but it's hard to say. This isn't a knock on them, but... He was good with Peyton Manning as his quarterback. You right. know, like, 
and not ever since then. So, so we'll see. We'll right, see. but that was the extreme because his other quarterback was Blake Bortles. So <laughs> if he goes somewhere in between with Adam Gase again, hopefully maybe that can out. be good. Right, He has to be better than he was in Jacksonville, right? Yeah, you would think. Well, let me rephrase that. He won't be worse than he was in Jacksonville. True, true. The Dolphins added Lawrence Timmons from the Steelers. Good pickup for them. Ted Larson, free agent. He's out for the season. Uh, you know Nate Allen. I do. <laughs> uh, Anthony Fasano is back for a second go-around with the Dolphins as a blocking tight end. They Didn't signed, know he was still in the league. Yeah. They signed TJ McDonald, who suspended for the eight, first eight games. So if the Dolphins are holding on and can get to maybe 4-4 four and four in those eight games, yeah, his return pick, could be yeah. pretty good. And then, obviously, they brought in Cutler once Tannehill got injured. Their losses, uh, Jordan Cameron retired. That's why they went and got Julius Thomas. Other than that, I don't know if they lost. Uh, Jelani Jenkins was a guy that I yeah. always wanted to step up. Yeah. I always had a bit of a bittersweet relationship with him because he was supposed to go to Penn State and spurned them. Uh, Deion Sims did go to Chicago. He Fasano's kind of his replacement. And... Um, they they were able to resign Rashad Jones, which is good. If he can stay healthy, uh, he's a great safety for them. And uh, right now, Mike Hull is starting middle linebacker for the Dolphins. Oh man, so that's cool. That's uh, yeah, that's cool. I like it. Um, you hope it works out. I hope it works out. Right. And uh, you know, so it's Timmons, Alonzo, and Hull because it's supposed to be Timmons, Alonzo, and McMillan. Right. Right. Um, I like Mike Hall, or Mike Hull. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a little little different. But um, he, he can be serviceable, hopefully. Sure. They they released Mario Williams. Uh, Earl Mitchell moved on after a couple years. Deion Jordan was a massive bust. He's gone back to Seattle. And, um, you know, we mentioned McMillan, their second rounder. I also like Tankersley, the Clemson quarterback in the third round. Uh, Devin Goodshow from LSU, who has got a perfect LSU name. Uh, he is uh, in line to see some snaps this year. He was a fifth-round pick. And Charles Harris out of Missouri. I usually don't like Missouri pass rushers. I wasn't high on this pick. He's looked pretty good in camp in the preseason. So hopefully uh, in a rotation with Wake, that'll really, really help them. Uh, quick look at the Dolphins' schedule, and this is why I'm talking about it. it's It's a lot more difficult this year. Um, so they start with Tampa Bay at home. That's Tampa Bay, one. I have winning that division. So that we should be able to see where both teams are hopefully immediately. Then they got a little bit of a reprieve where you got to win. You got to at least beat two out of these three teams: Chargers, Jets, Saints. Yep. Two of those three are at home. No. Yes. No. no I'm sorry, I missed the at in the the Jets yeah. one. Two of those three are away, so right. it's tough going. They do get the Saints, but right, it's in they're... it's in England. Oh. So they have two. So away they're all games. away. Yeah. Yeah. The three away games. Three away games. So I went from two to three at home to actually and, being no three and away games. So oh my gosh, they go to L.A. And then two New York, and then two England, and then then the next week they don't have a bye after the England game. They have the Titans. Now I believe they were last year that happened at Jacksonville, and Jacksonville had asked to not have it that early in the season, like they wanted the bye. Well, and um, Ross actually asked to have early games at at home at the beginning of the year, and uh, you know. I don't know if it, if it worked out in their favor, but he did give up a home game to go to England to play the Saints. So they don't get him at, at home in Miami Heat, but they don't have to go to New Orleans. So I'll say push there. But the schedule doesn't shape up nicely. They If they want to challenge for a wild card spot, they have to beat the Chargers. They have to beat the Jets. They probably have to beat the Saints. Yeah. Then they have to beat the Jets again. Probably say they have to beat the Ravens. Yep. Now we're up to five wins. Right. 
I'd say you looking, have to beat the Panthers. Looking at the rest of the schedule, you probably say they have to beat the Panthers. That's six wins. Or you could flip that with Oakland because Oakland's home and the Panthers are on well, the Well, either road. way. But they have to win one of those two. But then you look at the rest. That means they probably have to beat Buffalo twice in three weeks. Yep. They have to beat the Broncos. Now you're at eight, which means then you have to beat Denver. That gets you to nine. Because all the other seven games, I would say, are losses. Yeah. Which means Buccaneers, Titans, Falcons, one of Raiders or Panthers, Patriots, Twice. Twice. And the Chiefs. At the Chiefs. At, yeah, at Kansas City. I definitely chalked that up as a loss. Although, they usually win a game on the road that they have no business winning. <laughs> I'd rather it be the New England game <laughs> on November 26th. Uh, right. But, so, I think, at best, Miami's 9-7. and seven, And that's if everything in the games that are push or must wins go their way. Which is a stretch for a team that's already lost five starters. Oh gosh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> by week three of the preseason. Right. So, yeah, And that no, would also mean that they would go... Well, they go three and three after from Thanksgiving on because that we had them beating the Broncos, right? Yeah, uh, and then beating the Bills twice in three weeks. They also play the Patriots twice in three weeks. So awesome, awesome scheduling <laughs> there. Um, so but that also have them going four and two in the division, which I think is reasonable. I mean, That's what they went last year. Right. They beat the Bills and the Jets both times last year. Now two, oh. one with each team. Actually, both the Jets games were close, and I think at least one of the Bills, if not both, Bills games were close. So. Dolphins yeah. at best nine and seven. I think they're gotta probably be, right. eight and eight, maybe seven right. and nine. You got to beat the Jets both times, and sp- if you can split with New England and the Bills, that gets you to four. But in reality, you're maybe more likely to beat the Bills twice, lose to New England twice. But we'll have to wait and see. So. All right. Well, let's get this over with. I, we don't have much to say about them because, like, no. they were fourteen and two last I, year. I was going to start the show with Brady's sixth. You know, mm-hmm. like, because honestly, would you bet against it? No. Like, even with Edelman being out, I'm not betting against it. They were 14 and two last year. They they've gotten better in the offseason. That's what yeah. bothers me. And like even with the loss, even with the loss of Edelman and it we not working of, out with Coney, you Ely. know, people throw around like collusion. Is collusion happening? How do the other NFL teams not collude against the Patriots and like just keep players from going there? Like. I know they're not supposed to do it, but let, let's make it happen. The Patriots make a living off stuff that they're not supposed to do. Yeah, well, and the craziest <laughs> thing is from the from the Patriots, they lost Mart- Martellus Bennett, they lost Legarrette Blount, they lost Michael Floyd. Although I, he didn't really do all that much. Yeah, but you them. know, every one of these players that leaves is not going to be good, and is leaving and every with one a ring. Of the, every one of the players that does come is, is going right. to work out. So they lo- lose Chris Long, they lose Mingo, who has been a first round bust. They lose Logan I hope Ryan. Chris Long. I hope that one works out. And but. they lose Jabal Sheard. Like those are all significant contributors or big names. I love the name Barcavius. <laughs> they re-signed Bolden Branch. Devlin, local boy, Boyertown. Uh, Harmon and Hightower. uh, Same thing with Butler, Fleming, and uh, Williams. They bring in, or they re-sign, excuse me, Justin Coleman, Brandon King, and Matt Langle. And who do they add? Rob Hausler, Stefan Gilmore, Lawrence Guy, Rex Burkhead, Mike Gillisley, um, Andrew Hawkins, David Harris. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Jets cast off. And, uh, he ends up in New England. That's just what about Cooks? Wasn't it, well, that was a trade? Oh, okay. So that, but still, it's not listed. Yeah, but still, like you add right. Um, so Sebastian Bolmer, Bolmer, excuse me. He's probably the biggest um, one gone. And actually, I mentioned Andrew Hawkins. He retired. Hmm. Um, they lost Rob Ninkovich. He retired as well. 
Coney Ely, they just released. He was an offseason trade acquisition. I think he, I think he, he went was to a, the Jets. Though. He was a, yeah, he did. He was a huge player for the Panthers when they were good a couple mm-hmm. seasons ago, and he can't hack it. In He's been cut by two teams this preseason, I think, already. Right. Now they got Dwayne Allen in a trade with the Colts. He now takes over yeah. for um, Martellus Bennett. Um, they got Brandon Cooks from the Saints in March when the new season started. And in, now probably the biggest issue is they didn't have a lot of draft picks. And their number one pick in the third round, Derek Rivers, is out for the year or is expected to miss the entire year. So, you know. It won't matter. <laughs> I saw, you know, I saw the meme the other day. It's like Edelman goes down, bro- torn ACL, uh, local grocery bo- bagger signed. Yeah, steps to like, up. Yeah, steps up, you know, has MVP season or something, you know. So, Brady. It's not going to matter. Brady, Garoppolo, Brissett, all three quarterbacks are back. Running backs, they got a slew of them, and they like to use them often, and, you know, they use them all well. Bolden, Burkhead, Devlin, Gillisley, uh, Lewis, White. You know, who's going to be the main guy? A lot of people are high on Gillisley and Burkhead, but you can't forget about Lewis and White. They won't have a main guy. They'll have, no, they it'll, never do. It'll rotate as you go through the year. Receivers, Amendola, Cooks, Edelman we know just went out. That's probably a boon for Chris Hogan. Uh, and then you can't ever forget about Malcolm Mitchell and Matthew Slater. Tight end. Obviously, Gronk's there. They also brought in Dwayne Allen. So, offense looking pretty good. Yeah, shocker. Offensive line, uh, some no-name guys, some interesting moves recently. But they got Marcus Cannon, a cancer survivor. Great story if you ever want to read about him. He's got a TCU. Uh, the Patriots took him and I think stashed him on IR for a year as he was uh, uh, undergoing chemotherapy and stuff like that. And now he's a starter and a Super Bowl champ. That's awesome. Um, Nate Solder, tackle. Uh, Cameron Fleming, uh, David Andrews. Uh, they brought in Jamil Douglas as a Dolphins cast off. That always you now he'll be like a superstar. Yep. That always bothers me. Um, defensive line. You know we know Coney Ely's gone, and they had um, Rivers go down with an injury. So uh, kind of some no name guys yeah. there, but they brought in Lawrence Guy, Trey Flowers is a recent draft pick, and you know that they'll they'll slot in guys and they'll just yep. they'll just do what they need to do. Linebackers, uh, Freeney, also Dolphins cast off, but they brought in David Harris. They brought in McClellan last year. Ninkovich retired, uh, but Van Noy, mm-hmm. a, another guy, interesting guy there. Um, Dante Hightower will eventually be back. He's on the pup list right now. Defensive back, Malcolm Butler, Patrick Chung, Nate Ebner. They brought in Gilmore. They re-signed Harmon. Um, Eric Rowe from Devin the McCourty's Eagles still trade there. Last Eric year. Rowe, who's making a name for himself in New England. And uh, obviously, Goskowski is still there. So, are they worse? Absolutely not. They're at no. worst a push, if not better. And that's without Edelman, Rivers, Ninkovich, you know, guys that are injured or retired. Yeah. So, oh. they went 14 and 2 last year. Went 14 and 2 last year. Brady didn't play four games last year. They went 3 and 1. Right. So, okay, let's go through their schedule before we quick do very fast uh, playoff predictions. Yeah. They open the season hosting the Chiefs. No way nope. they lose that game. Nope. They beat the Saints. They beat the Texans. They beat the Panthers. They beat the Bucks. They beat the Jets. They play the Falcons in New England at Gillette. So they, they win beat that. the Falcons. They beat the Chargers. They lose to the bye. There's the loss right there. Yeah. They lose the bye week. They play the Broncos in Denver, where they've had right. trouble. But I Denver's the, not the same team right. they were three to five years ago. I think the next one when they play in Mexico. They play so, at Oakland, which is in Mexico right. City. So they have to go to Denver and then to Mexico City. You think there might be a loss in there? Maybe. But it's coming but, off the bye, too. Right. <laughs> and if there's a team that would like handle just crazy things the best, the Patriots. 
I would like to say it comes in this stretch between November 12th and December 11th. Because you have at Denver, yep. at Oakland, and Mexico, host the Dolphins, go to the Bills, go to the Dolphins, go to the Steelers. Right. So, November so if you 12th, kick and another December week going there to the 17th. There's those six games. If the Patriots are going to lose one or two games, it's going to happen in those six weeks. Yeah. I'm going to put them. I think they're going to be 8 0 entering the bye. Yeah, I do too. And that, that would be wins against the Chiefs, Texans, Bucks, and Falcons, all of which I expect to be playoff teams this year. I'm going to put it at. 14 and 2. I know that's absurd to pick a team to go 14 and 2. I want to. I, I th- you're going 15 and I'm 1. 15 and 1. I think they lose to the Raiders in Mexico City. All right, that'd be interesting. And I think so they you're lose. You're higher on the Raiders than I am. I though. think they lose at the Steelers. That's true. I am higher on, okay. on the Raiders. I'll actually. Oh, man. If I'm only picking one loss, screw it. They lose to the Dolphins once. That's their one <laughs> <Yeah>. loss. <laughs> 15 and 1, but they lose to the Dolphins. They've had. The Dolphins may be the team that Brady's had the most trouble with outside of maybe Manning Colts, Manning Broncos. Yeah, I agree. Like, and division team, absolutely, it's the Dolphins. Uh, for the first time just a year or two ago was the first time that they beat the Dolphins twice in a season for a while. So the Dolphins give them an issue. Uh, hopefully they can get them once this year. I know it goes against everything we just said about the Dolphins, but fine. I'll say Patriots go 15-1. and one. They get a loss between November 12th and December 17th. One in there. They play the Dolphins twice in there, so I hope it's the Dolphins. I'm not going to guarantee that, but I hope it's them. But Patriots are 15-1. and one. They're obviously the AFC number one seed. Uh, I'll say it's then Pittsburgh at wow. two, is my two. If you look at it, five out of the last six games are division games for the Patriots. Well, and they also have a string of five road games in that six yeah. that I talked about. But they finished last two at home. Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. That's wild. It's an interesting schedule when you have those uh, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve falling on uh, yeah. football days. So um, so Patriots are my number one AFC, C- AFC yep. seed. Me too. Steelers are my number two AFC seed. They both get buys. My number three AFC seed is going to be the. I go Chiefs. Who do I go? Texans. I'll say Chiefs are third. I'm going to say Raiders third. Okay, and I'll say Texans are fourth. Or did I pick the Texans? Right? Did I pick the Titans? I don't even remember. I think we both picked the Titans. Okay, fine. Titans are fourth. Yeah. So. So who are the two wild cards? I'm going to go with the Texans. All right. I'm going to say um, Raiders are my five. And Kansas City. And Chiefs are yours. So, wait. Do I end up with the same playoff teams as last year? And, and see. I don't know. No, because I have the Titans making it. They didn't yeah, they, they didn't make it. Um, so, who's my six? As much as I want to put the Dolphins in, I'm not going to. Uh, so, I have the Chiefs and Raiders are both in there. Chiefs win the division. Raiders are five. So, I'll put the Texans at six. Yeah. So, then. Yeah, that's how I would do it. I would put Kansas City at five. Okay, and so then um, I'm not going to go through all the matchups. My AFC Championship game is absolutely Steelers at Patriots. Yeah, I agree. Patriots win. Absolutely. <laughs> Can't go any other way. And, and, that's a, and that's a game where I'll be rooting for the Steelers. Doesn't happen often, but it would happen that day. Uh, I root for the Steelers much more often than you do, and I'll right. obviously be rooting for the Steelers. It's there. happened more over the years. <laughs> Pencil it in. I'm rooting for the Steelers in the <laughs> AFC Championship game if they're playing the the Patriots. NFC. All right. So I'm picking between Seahawks, Giants, Buccaneers, and Lions. Those were my four NFC division champs. So I will say 
Giants are my one at 11 okay. and five. My two, I'll say Seattle. My three is Tampa, and my four is Detroit. Then my wild cards are Dallas, the five, and the Packers are six. Okay, I'm going Green Bay as my one. Okay. I'm going the Giants as my two. Okay. No, I'm going Seattle as my two, Giants as my three. Okay. And then I need myself. I think I picked Atlanta in the Yeah, you did. I wanted to pick Tampa, but I didn't have the guts to do it. So I'm going to pick Tampa as my one wildcard team, and I'm going to pick the Eagles as my other wildcard okay. team. Okay, I'm going to go Atlanta as my five, and then – wait, did I do wildcard already? I thought you did, but I don't I, – <laughs> Now I'm like, wait, did I I was I trying to think of mine. Yeah, so. Well, I said Packers. Yeah. Oh, I said Cowboys. No, I don't have yeah. Atlanta making okay. it. I was thinking I didn't do them yet, but I went – Could happen. I mean – Yeah, you, I mean – Especially I, in that NFC yeah, South where we see – Actually, I'll relatives. stick with that. I'm not going to put Atlanta. Right. And I'll have Atlanta missing. That's fine with me. I think they're so, the next. So, what's your championship game in the NFC? So, my NFC championship game then is going to be. I'll be boring. Giants, Seahawks. I'm going Giants, Packers. Okay. I have the Packers winning. I have the Giants winning. So, you have the Giants. Just Patriots. because I want Patriots, Giants. Okay. And I know my uncle, if he's still listening, wants that badly. I'm too. going Packers, Patriots. Who are you picking? Or we're we not doing that. Well, it's interesting. Packers, Patriots, that's been a Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. Giants, Patriots, well, obviously, it's been yeah. a Super Bowl. Um, I'm going Patriots. Back to back, first time. I'm going to go Packers just, just because. That's fine. Yeah. Go right ahead. Yeah. But I just, I, I'm so. If I had to put money on it, I'd absolutely <laughs> pick right. back and Patriots. That's right. That's right. All so right. that tells you, I guess, what you think, what I think is going to happen. Absolutely. So. Fandom won out there a little bit. Yeah, for so. sure. So that wraps up our NFL previews. We finished the AFC East here. We just kind of recapped everything and then the playoffs. So we think Super Bowl 52 is going to be Patriots Giants or Patriots Packers. I have the Patriots coming out on top, winning back to back Super Bowls, the first team to do so since I believe they did it in, uh, what, was that 0405? four or five seasons. Yeah. And um, you have the uh, Packers winning for the first time in, what, six six years or so? I think since they won it. So a lot of familiar names, a couple new new additions. Um, My biggest going out on the limb, we both picked the Titans to go out on a limb there. And I went with um, the Bucks uh, not having Atlanta make it. So I'm trying to be a little different this year. I hope the Dolphins can make it. I just, uh, it's, it's tough. It's tough for me to say that. Um, and my uncle Rich says he wants the Giants too. So Careful I think what you wish, wish he for. probably loves everything I Patriots said the slayers. entire summer. Yeah. Everything we said the entire summer, other than the well, Patriots losing the right. Super Bowl. So and like I think he had he probably takes some pride in the sense that like we've been beaten into submission. We used to argue that it was just luck for the Patriots, right? Like we used to make that yeah. argument. We don't even more. Yeah, we just like admit like it. they're better than everybody else, and we just hope that's not the. We hope they don't have it on a certain day, but like. W- what is there to argue? Believe anymore? us, we want them to prove us wrong. I we want would be, them. Wouldn't no, be more happy this than is what to be wrong happen. right now. Yeah, the, I don't know. I'm ready for Belichick to retire. <laughs> How about they went back to back? Both Belichick and Brady are gone, and, and Gronk retires. He's just like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah, I'm I'm out. We're not that lucky. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll both do another five years and win three out of the next five yeah. after that. He'll go and coach at Pitt then. That's oh, what would God, happen. That's what would happen. <laughs> oh, God. You're going to punch me for even suggesting gonna, such I'm a thing. Hit you, so. <laughs> Man, September. Actually, our next show will be after the Penn State pick game. Yeah. 
So that better be a win. I know we say this Friday sick to my stomach, better be man. a win. I'm sick to my stomach. But the next Saturday also better be a win. Yeah, see, this is this is the problem now. Like there was a little reprieve there where like I rooted for Penn State because I wanted them to win, but there was no external pressure. Like I just wanted them mad- to win for the sake of winning. Most pressure now, right now since 1999, and it, 99 didn't end well. Right, right. Because 2005 and 2008 were a surprise. Well, we loved it. Yeah. They were a surprise. Right. So. Hopefully, when we have our next show, which won't be for two weeks, it's actually the first NFL weekend is our first show because next Sunday night, we are doing our first ever live episode of the Bulldog Hour. We've put out three episodes this summer already, talking with the coaches, talking with the players, and just today, I released the preview of the Mifflin game, which is this Friday in Shillington at 7 o'clock, Wilson's first game, Mifflin's second game because of that weird scheduling that's happened recently. And if you want to hear more from us next weekend, it's going to be all about Pennsylvania high school football, specifically the Wilson-Mifflin contest that will have been over, and then a preview of Wilson's next two games at Springford and home opener versus Central Dolphin. And to hear more from us about pro football, come back in two weeks, which would be, what, Sunday, September 10th? And... I hope there's a little bit of Penn State gloating going on True. in the beginning of that show too. Yes. So hopefully Penn State. If we don't mention it, it did not go yeah. well. <laughs> hopefully Penn State's two and zero with wins versus Akron and Pitt, both at Blowout home. Blowout win. Then we'll recap NFL Week One and uh, talk about the Thursday night game, Patriots Chiefs, all the Sunday action, the Sunday night game, and then we'll we'll preview the two Monday night games to open the season. Sounds good. And. Uh, Hopefully, I have a fantasy win because I also play someone that's listening to the show right now, and I'd love nothing more than to beat him in the first week. We'd all love that. <laughs> all right. Uh, any shout-outs, anything to add, anything to say? Happy anniversary to my parents just the other day. But... Nice. Yeah, happy anniversary. Um, I know I, I think a, a couple of people up in New England celebrating birthdays. So uh, so we had uh, we had one of our listeners working the chains today up in uh, hey, New England. That's that true, yeah. Cool. Well, happy birthday to... Um, you know, early or belated um, to my cousin Rick and to um, uh, Morgan uh, all coming up. Uh, we might have been more. There might be more. I, f- I feel like there might be even a third in in my family at the end of August. But now I'm now I'm drawing a blank. So, but happy birthday to uh, everyone celebrating here at the end of August. We'll be back in two weeks. But yeah, my uncle uh, Chain Gang hanging out on the field with. Uh, his grandson Wyatt playing uh, his first football game. So hopefully that went well and he can tell us all about it uh, sometime soon. I think that's it for us. So this wraps up episode. Ah, yes. I was right. I was right. My Aunt Diane celebrating a birthday as well. I thought, I was like, I think there's a third one that's in the end of August. So there we yeah, go. Yeah, I, I was not going to be able to yeah, help Yeah, I knew you wouldn't be all. able to help it. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm like, I think there is another one. So yeah, happy birthday to my Aunt Diane as well. Uh, But I think that's it. So uh, thanks for watching. Uh, This wraps up the 242nd episode of the Joe Mays and J-Raff show. We hope you tune in every Sunday for our take on sports. Until next time, I'm J-Raff. And I'm Joe Mays. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff show. Tune in every Sunday for the latest sports discussions from Joe and Justin. Each episode is available live on Facebook Live and can be downloaded or streamed on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can interact with Joe and Justin on Facebook and Twitter. And stay up to date with the guys at JoeMaysAndJRaff.com. The Joe Mays and JRaff Show is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. For more info, visit JMNJRRadio.com.